morning, good afternoon, good night, and you are listening to Living on Purpose with Brie. And before we get into today's topic, we want to wish everyone a happy March. Um, it is the season, is it springtime that's in March? Yes. Uh, or April, whatever it is, it's warmer weather or getting to warmer weather. So happy March, everyone. We hope that um, this month brings love, blessings, and sunshine overall. Um, so, as you know, last month we went to Dominica, mm-hmm. and we are just going to talk about our experience and our trip overall. We were there for about a week. No, more than that. I think no, I, it was like was, 12, 12 oh, days. Yeah, yeah, it was about 12 days. Travel there and back was about 12 days, 12, 13 days for the both of us. So, much over a week, but um, I had a good time. It was. It was a time. Let's it was. <laughs> I had a good time as well. I didn't. I didn't like the process of having to go and come oh, back. Jesus. Yeah. I wouldn't a... like to do that part again. But no. if I have to do that part again, then it's just so what you have to do. <laughs> Let me tell you that ferry ride. So, Shira and I traveled on two separate days. Um, she left Tuesday. I left Thursday. And she'll tell you about her travel because I'm sure traveling with a child is completely different. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we ended up having to um, book. We had a straight flight and then that was canceled. The airlines that we went on just canceled the flight. So we had to find some way to get there. So we went through, we found a path through San Lucia. So we got to San Lucia Thursday and Friday morning, we had to catch the ferry to get to Dominica. So that was a trip in itself. So yeah. from Houston to Miami, Miami to St. Lucia, then a ferry ride from St. Lucia to Dominica. And that experience was hectic. So we got on the ferry and um, a guy that my husband knows was catching the ferry with us. And he asked me, he said, do you have your, you know, your pills? And I'm like, pills? Does he think I'm some type of pill popper? Like, what is he <laughs> talking about? And then he's like, no, you're, you're not, you're nausea, nausea pills and stuff like that. He said, like, I took mine 30 minutes before I got here so that by the time I sit down, I'll be knocked out. And so said, so done. He was knocked out. But from St. Lucia to Martinique, that ride was fine. Beautiful and, sailing. And you guys... Um, you you had you was on the boat more time than us. You four hours, four hours and two hours. Yeah, that was crazy. So from Saint Lucia to Martinique, it was fine. the The sea was fine, smooth sailing. Was watching a couple of shows, laughing, kicking, and then when we stopped in Martinique, Martinique to Dominica was something completely different. When I tell you, the boat was not even on the water. Like, first of all, the boat was going fast. And then, like, the waves had the boat going up and down, up and down, up and down, to the point where the staff, like, you just saw a whole bunch of people in red shirts, and they're passing out bags for people to throw up in. Yeah. And it was, when I tell you people were vomiting, it was... The most disgusting It was (laughs) disgusting. Like, to hear somebody throw up, and then the thing is, like, where are you putting the bag after you vomit like it was just it was an experience I called my mom I said girl (laughs) I don't know if I can do this again because I was like I was dizzy I got hot I had to put up my hair I had to close my eyes I'm just glad I didn't I didn't vomit I didn't have anything in my stomach anyway to come up but that was an experience 
experience. Yeah, it was the same for me as well. And on top of that, having a having to travel with a baby on the boat mm-hmm. is another thing as well. How was he on the boat? He was actually good. Okay, he slept the entire week. Oh, perfect. But the the only thing is that I wished we had we were one of the first set of people to go into the boat mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. so then we could pick our seats. Mm-hmm. I would have picked the seat downstairs because downstairs have ac mm-hmm. so we end up being upstairs mm-hmm. and it's hot as mm-hmm. sorry i was about to curse mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so hot mm-hmm. and then we got to the a point where the boat was just going out of order Caden mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sweating on me yep. his shirt was drenching sweat mm-hmm. people around me just throwing up mm-hmm. my stomach started twist mm-hmm. i was like oh my <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh long again listen i'm telling you that but was, we got there but we got there <laughs> and once we got there we had food we had fun we had fellowship and swallowship as <laughs> as our fa- as our father-in-law would say swallowship <laughs> oh my gosh but it was a good time yeah. it was their carnival season mm-hmm. um that was an experience in their self I have never seen anything like it. When I tell you people, yeah, there's pe- a lot of people. Bull. I like I've never seen anything anything like it. But it was fun. We got to do some sightseeing, um, which was part the best part of the trip, honestly, um, just to see the country in itself mm-hmm. and um just the beauty of nature and God is amazing. Just if you get the chance to honestly take a trip and see other things because yeah. It's amazing what God has done on this earth, just how he sets things up. And then even after, because Dominica has had hurricanes, and even after hurricanes, the beauty still stands. It sure do. Um, So uh, all all I remember from this trip is just like, even just driving and seeing like the the landscape and just everything. I'm like, wow, God is so amazing that you get to see a different part of the earth and just like, what is, what's the word? Um, I can't remember the word, but just sit in his beauty. Like what he has done on this earth was just amazing I'm to me. I'm so happy you enjoyed my country. Yeah, it was really, it was really nice. I would love to go back and just when nothing is going on so I could see so more things. More. Yeah, because yeah. the island is pretty big um so there's a lot to do and you can't do it all in a day or two days so um i would love to go back um hopefully on a straight flight yeah (laughs) and and definitely um see more of the island island i know that is not our last trip there um but when we do go back i would love to um go when nothing is going on yeah yeah for me it's been like um almost no it's been at least 11 years, Mm -hmm. 11 years since I've been back. And when I came back, I was a little bit shocked. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why, because in America, it's just so organized. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my country is beautiful, Mm -hmm. nature wise Mm -hmm. in itself. Mm -hmm. But um, there's just a lot of things, you know, from coming, coming from traveling from home to America mm-hmm. and getting accustomed to the new environment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then going back and like, wow, things are so different mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so the same, mm-hmm. you know, but I, 
I absolutely love the nature aisle yeah. of my country mm-hmm. and I got to do like first of all I got to meet my father mm-hmm. after 11 years so that was an exciting part by itself mm-hmm. and then I got to do all the things that I wanted to do like go to the river mm-hmm. it's been years, <laughs> years. <laughs> go to the sea and it's kind of funny because <laughs> when I went into the river <laughs> I <laughs> it was scared <laughs> She's like, oh, don't leave me. Don't leave me. It's like, have I been away for that long? <laughs> but it's the thing is, you didn't want your feet to touch the bottom. No, I you did didn't, not. You didn't want whatever was in the river or in the sea I to touch not. your feet. When I tell you that was hilarious, I'm like, this gun is going to make me drown. Because she's like, don't leave me. She's like, I'm going back. I'm going back. I was like, okay. I was like, I need to visit my more home often. country more often because this is... I cannot be a Caribbean <laughs> and be scared of the water. <laughs> this is no. Especially when you weren't before. Yeah. So it just yes. takes like I guess more going back and actually doing it for it to be like more of a, a thing, I guess. Yeah. But um this is definitely not our last trip as um a family. Um we plan to plan more things so that um not only can we, we experience things together, but just to Experience experience different cultures, experience mm-hmm. different ways of life, not in the just in the Caribbean, but just overall, um, just seeing different things. Yeah. That's what life is about. So if you can, get out and travel and see something new. Get a passport. If you don't have one, renew your passport. If it's been years since it's been renewed, and um, plan a trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plan a trip. So now that that is over... Um, we are going to get into today's topic, and we have a guest. A guest. So we're going to let our guest introduce herself, and we'll take it from there. Guest? Hi, guys. <laughs> it's Jury joining the Brie and She podcast, Living on Purpose. I am so happy to be here. Thank you guys for having me as your guest. We're happy to have you. So tell us about yourself. Well, my name's Adriana. Mm -hmm. I'm from New York originally. Mm -hmm. I now reside in Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. It's a little ghetto over there, but, you know, (laughs) we're dealing with it. Um, I am 28 years old. Mm -hmm. I'm in law enforcement Mm -hmm. and... Officer Boyce. Official. (laughs) Official. And I like, you know, photography. Mm -hmm. I like social dancing, which is like bachata, merengue, salsa. Mm -hmm. Um, She's very good at it, by the way. Mm R&R. To rest Rest and and relax. So, yeah. Relax, relate, release. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. So, um, we're going to get into today's topic. And she, take it away. Yeah, so today we'll be discussing serving God as a millennial, mm-hmm. what that looks like um, as a Christian and some of the influences that we face. Mm-hmm. Um, millennials are entering a time that's filled with so many challenges and so many opportunities from the previous generation. Mm-hmm. And this also falls back on our purpose. Yeah. What's the purpose for millennials in the generation, in this generation? Because it is important to remember that we are no longer the up and coming generation anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have millennials that are leaving the church um, because yeah. they feel judged um, and so many other reasons. Mm-hmm. 
Therefore, it is our calling as young leaders in the church to make a positive difference and to help guide the new generation in the building. Oh, I like that. In building their faith mm -hmm. and influence in the world. Um, and also, at the same time, young leaders, the millennials, need proper guidance yeah. and mentorship in order to pour into. We, ha we are the core and core... Ooh, Go ahead. Keep Sorry. going. <laughs> Just to stay back, we are the core, mm -hmm. and um, a courageous core provides mm -hmm. stable footing. Okay. As young leaders, our character impacts everything we do from how we handle relationships, how we withstand tests of faith, etc. Perfect. I love that. Um, so we're just going to let our guest, Adriana, get into what God as a 28-year-old, what serving God looks like to her? Um, I would say, it, well, it's a little different for me because mm -hmm. now that I live in Dallas, I still attend like virtual church here in Houston. Mm -hmm. So I think for me, what that looks like is different. Um, and I, I mean, it's going to vary from person to person. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it's just being involved in church and now now more than ever mm -hmm. it's having that relationship for yourself mm -hmm. not really relying on church and not to say that you should be a backslider okay guys <laughs> but <laughs> i think you know the focus has always been like church and church and church and i understand you know getting together and like fellowshipping is important um, but the at the same time, yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, developing that, that relation, that personal relationship with God is more so where I'm at with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and that looks like reading my Bible, mm -hmm. um, talking to God and just including him in my day to day decisions. Like it could be as simple as like, Lord, like what route should I take home? Mm -hmm. Like, Lord, should I buy this? Mm -hmm. Lord, I'm trying to save my money, but I have to spend it. Like, what's the best way? Like mm -hmm. I need to get mm -hmm. my cholesterol down. <laughs> Please, I need help. Okay, it, please. And it's really just including him in my day to day, and like um, sometimes even like for me, I get not down on myself, but it's like when I drive like from when I am coming, you know, for the weekend, and I drive from Dallas to Houston. It's like when I get here, if I forget to say, you know, thank you, God, for safe travels, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, mm -hmm. Lord, I need the conviction. You're supposed to be my top priority, and I'm just leaving you, like, hanging out to dry. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, for me, it's um, about developing that personal relationship. Still go to church and, you know, fellowship and stuff, but um, make sure, for, like, for me, it's not just about Sunday. It's about, like, the rest of the, the week rest of and the what week that looks well. like. So I'm trying to, you know, get into my Bible more. And audio book has really helped me, like, doing the audio for the Bible. Mm -hmm. And then, mm -hmm. like, I take notes on my laptop. Mm -hmm. um, that has been um, pretty beneficial. So for me, it's about that and really just including God in my day-to-day. -day. Um, and also, like, I find more now than ever that, like, when my coworkers ask me, you know, certain things, I'm like, you know, it's only God. Like I, I always try to incorporate Corporate, him into the yeah, conversation. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's what serving God looks like as a millennial to me. So do you think the question is, so we know that the pandemic has brought a different way to do church, which is now virtual. A lot of churches are going virtual and we're not seeing the the youth or actually people in general, I wouldn't say youth, but um, people our age um, going back to church and doing church virtually. Um, 
I like what you said about, you know, incorporating God on your day to day, because I feel like virtual church, although it is another way, I feel like it's now become an excuse for people not to come to church. And um, then on top of that, with virtual with virtual church, it's a it's a different way. Yes. But I feel like everyone, not everyone, I mean, most people have taken it as their church. Oh, I'll just log on. But the thing is, you're logging on and you're cooking or you're logging on and you fall asleep or you're <laughs> I logging. I can relate to that. <laughs> Man, I've been fighting for my yeah. life. Oh my gosh. Um, or you're logging on and you're not really, you're not really there. You're on the phone. You're yeah. scrolling through Instagram or you're doing different things. So I feel like the church itself has, the church is a place for you to actually be like tuned and not saying that you can come to church and not be tuned out because that that happens happens as well. But I feel like it has given, um, an excuse for people our age not to come. And then also if you're not building their relationship on a day to day basis or getting into your Bible outside of just attending virtual church, I feel like the relationship is not there because you just log log on to say you've been to church, but you didn't really gain anything because you were home doing other things. And it's an excuse for you to stay home on a Sunday in your bed and, you know, worship is going on and you are, um, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's crazy. We just went to Dominica, right? But and wait, what was the question? The question, I'll get back to the question because okay. I asked the question, but the, the, when we were in Dominica, um, I logged in to church for Sunday because we were we were home. So I logged in and I said, I'm going to do it different. So like I actually stood up mm-hmm. for worship instead of like laying down in mm-hmm. the bed. And when I tell you I had a completely different experience by just like, I'm not there, but I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually participating. It was a completely different experience. And not to say that you can't, because if something's wrong, if you're sick, you know, um, but I had the opportunity to actually get up clap and I wasn't in the sanctuary but I was I wasn't in the building but I was actually a part of church when they when we did worship and I found it to be a completely different experience as to other times when I would be in the bed nothing's wrong with me but I'm just in the bed watching church um it was it was a different experience so anyone who does attend online church we're not knocking you um especially if you're doing the work outside of logging off on a Sunday but um, the question is, the question was, do you think that um, church virtually has kind of not, I don't want to say ruin, but kind of put God not on the back burner, but it gives people excuse not to come is my is my question um i wouldn't say that it gives people the excuse not to come because most people that i know still go to church mm-hmm. like in person mm-hmm. so i don't know and i don't know how other churches are being impacted by like virtual church mm-hmm. um i know a lot of churches you know that my friends go to they've always had virtual church mm-hmm. so i can't speak for other like churches i don't know how it's impacted them mm-hmm. um i think that it really just depends on like the type of person you, you are. are yeah. Because it's like, if you're easily distracted, then I think you need to be in the building. I think you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if you can't really focus on what's happening, I think you need to be in the building. But sometimes too, it's like people don't, sometimes people don't have the choice to come. Like there mm-hmm. you know, other things are going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just feel like it just depends on, it just depends on the person. I don't think it put God on the back burner. Um, but I think that, 
it just varies person to person because you have to know yourself is basically what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Because like for me, if I'm on virtual church, I'm going to be distracted. Mm -hmm. Like I, even when I work from home, I'm distracted. Right. So (laughs) it's like, I have to constantly like, okay, like steer my mind to like what the conversation is, what's going on Mm -hmm. um, for me to like really focus. And um, I've also tried like, you know, getting out of bed or getting off the couch and things like that. And um, for praise and worship, yes. Mm-hmm. But for the sermon, it's like you, you're you going to be sitting, sitting down, down anyway. anyway. Yeah. And I find that like sometimes it's like you have to get out of like your home space. Maybe like, I don't know, go to Starbucks or sit outside or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because home man, is comfortable. that sleep yeah. will try what? to get Hop you. On your okay? Especially if you're in your comfortable clothes. Right, right. Like, you sit yeah. down on the couch and the next, you know, church mm-hmm. finish. That's <laughs> and fact. you wake yeah. up. And the live is over. That's a fact. No, for real. <laughs> it's, so. it's happened. And I, and I feel that I feel that if you can and if, if it is something, I'm sorry. And a lot, of, a lot of churches still have like regulations. If you feel like you still need to wear your mask or whatever the case is, do that. But if, um, like Adriana said, if you are one that gets distracted by being um, home and doing other things, then, you know, maybe getting back into the building is the best thing for you because sometimes you will log off. And then like, if you're having a conversation, you can't even recall what church, what the sermon was about, you know? And, um, I feel that like a lot of people, a lot of people, my, our, our age, um, are either in the building or they attend a virtual church, but, I I guess I want to have like maybe take a poll or something on how like um, online church has affected their relationship if it's not in because you know some people all they get on Sunday is the word like that's their time to mm-hmm. spend with God although that's not how it should be it should be like an everyday conversation and stuff like that you're building your own relationship with God but how how has it affected if you are one that gets distracted easily like has online church been more of a hindrance than it has been a blessing or a positive thing? Do you guys know a lot of people that do virtual church? Yeah. I don't know many people that do virtual church. Yeah, I know. I know for our age, I know a few. Mm Because you also get the, and we'll get into that, but you also get those people who are out five, six o'clock in the morning, now into Sunday, and it's just like, oh, well, I'll just watch church online instead of going because they were out all night or but i think sometimes i think too like uh i don't want to diminish that like them choosing to do online of course either because i mean unless like you said if you're gonna take a poll that's one thing but also it's like their if their relationship is solely not focused on sunday then they should be fine you know what i mean right right so it's like it could affect them negatively if sunday is their only time like you said Mm -hmm. to spend with time with God. Mm-hmm. Um, but if like they're okay outside of that, it's like, mm, I think that's like a little bit, like they get a little bit more. I feel like there's way. pros, pros and, and cons. cons. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like for the pros, yeah, you get to be in the comfort of your home. You get to, when you, if, when, when you wake up, you could still wear your pajamas mm-hmm. if you want to. <laughs> save gas. You know, so you get to save gas, yeah. you know. Um, but the con is that you lose that community, you yeah, lose that fellowship, touch, you yeah, that fellowship. Because mm-hmm. when I'm in church, I'm, I'm praising, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I yeah. feel more, more connected. Mm-hmm. I agree, and um, I, I feel like I get more out of it when I'm in the in actual the building. building. Yeah, yes. yeah. 
it's come it's it's two completely different things like um our our pastor makes reference to um being in the stadium and watching like watching a like a baseball game or a ball game um on the tv they all have to do with balls basketball oh football gosh. baseball it's all a ball um <laughs> But when you're at the, when you're at those games, um, it's a different feeling being in the stadium than you are in your own home. There's things that happen when they go on commercial break. Not church don't have commercial break, but there's a different feeling you are in the stadium. The intensity of mm-hmm, um, yeah. someone like doing a I was about to say a strike. What is it called? Girl, a touchdown. No, a what? Uh, when in baseball, a home run. A home run. <laughs> A strike is when you miss the ball. You get three strikes, you're out. Okay, but like it's a different feeling. You can you you Don't hear know different anything about sports. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you hear different things. Yeah. Different things are going on. So it's different when you're in the building and watching it on on yeah. a TV. It's definitely a different atmosphere. I personally. And not like I I was never a hundred percent gung ho about virtual church mm-hmm. just because for me it's like I've been in church physically my whole life right and to like live somewhere else I was living you know somewhere before Dallas somewhere else that was far mm-hmm. and I just like it's so easy to backslide when you're doing virtual church mm-hmm. for me personally yeah. I won't speak for anybody else mm-hmm. but it's like mm, I'm not gonna log in on this Wednesday like mm, tired I mean back then I was working like shift work so right even if I wanted to it was like if I'm working eight to four I can't do regular church if I'm working four to twelve I can't do Bible study right but it's just easier to like not go or yeah. like not to make the decision. So right. Question yeah. for you. Um, what would you tell somebody, right, who comes to you and they're like, I don't want to be in church. I rather be I rather be I rather have church virtually. Mm-hmm. I would ask them why, like, mm. what's their reasoning? And then I would have to see like, well, I, I mean, I can't judge anyone's relationship with God, but I would ask them, you know, like, what does your relationship with God look like on a day to day? Not mm-hmm. just on Sunday, right. because everybody has their reasons of wanting to, you know, do virtual church, like even work from home. Everybody wants to work from home because right. it's, yeah, 10 working times, from home. <laughs> it's 10 times right. better. You know, you're like more productive. Like and you, you can do a time. lot working yeah. from home. You can be in Africa. Literally, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Um, so it just depends on the reasoning, like why, like if it's out of, um, some people, you know, want to save gas, they want to be in the comfort of their own home, you know, whatever, whatever. I think it just depends on their reasoning. Like, so what about those people who, um, who say, um, you know what? I don't like church because most people in there, they're judgmental. Find a different church. That's what I would say. Uh, because think... there's a lot of people who make excuses like right. that. Oh, yeah. Not come into the building. Right. I think sometimes it, it, it is a cop-out. I think that if they don't agree with certain things that the pastor says or their stance on certain things, I feel like there's room for disagreement. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, like, I think we need to define what we think is judgmental because feeling is not fact at the end of the day and i think people cherry pick things out of the bible as we all do to Mm -hmm. fit you know whatever narrative sometimes that we want to push and um they use people i don't want to say they because i've used that too but that scripture where it was like you know judge not like if you read the whole thing like people really take that out of context Mm -hmm. yeah 
Um, and I think context is context is it's very key. important. <laughs> yeah. So it's like if you're doing something that is quote unquote wrong, and someone says, "Hey, like I feel like you know you're doing this, and here's a better way to do it," or "Here's this is wrong, and you should probably not be doing this." I think some people don't like correction, and mm-hmm. that's where the whole judgmental thing comes down. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get into like bigger things like um, homosexuality, sex before marriage, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, if people, people are, oh, God yeah. knows my heart. Yeah, people <laughs> are like comfortable. If they're comfortable, you know, doing that and, you know, God gives free will and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But when they're called out on it and, you know, they have a they have an issue with that. It's like you can't call every church judgmental because they're not agreeing with the way, way that you want to live. You, your, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, because law, really? law is law. And we were having this discussion the other day. Yeah. Um, there's only one way to do this. Right. And whether whether that there's only one rule book as being walking with God, there's only one way to do it. Now, it varies from different to person. It varies from it varies different from person to person. When you say one way, though, what do you mean? Like so just I'll, as far I'll as the say, rule book or there's one way to serve God because I don't know. There's okay. not one way to serve God. That's what I'm saying. It varies from person to person. Every everybody's walk with God is different, okay. but there's only one law. Okay. Right. There's, so there's no, you can't put a spin on when I come to a stop sign, it's a stop sign. You have to, you now have the, you now have the choice whether you're going to stop or you're going to run past the stop sign. Mm-hmm. There's consequences for you running past the stop sign, but the law, are there. <laughs> Law, law is law. However, we look at it, the law is the law, Uh both naturally and spiritually. Uh There's only one Mm -hmm. law, right? So it's like when it comes to God, I feel like people our age put try to try to make things that are wrong right Right. Mm -hmm. and make it okay, and it's not because there's only one. Not one way to do it, and but then there's, there's this saying that God knows my heart. Yep, God knows my heart. God knows my heart. God knows your heart. I just think that's people who aren't really ready to fully commit to God. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's especially being a, a millennial. Um, you kind of it's like you want to live your best life, but also like want to live for God, and you really can't do do both. both, right? And then that's where you get to like the lukewarm Warm, area. Exactly. And it's like, hot or some cold. people are not ready to give up you know, their way of living. And so they kind of teeter totter on that line. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, until they're really ready, like that, that's their decision. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you know, like I said, you cannot tell people that they're judgmental. If you're just like bluntly, like if you lie in my face every day and I tell you, Hey, you need to stop lying because this is not right. Mm-hmm. Like this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you call me judgmental for me calling you out on lying. Like, be real, be for real. Right. <laughs> it's just not realistic. <laughs> be the realest you, you ever been in your life. But you know, and and also too, it's like people expect people who are in church. I'm just like, if everybody is struggling in life, right? And you go to church and you expect to find the best people you've ever found on earth. No, like, I'm not, sorry to break it to you, <laughs> but that is not realistic. Right. I'm like, the sickest people really should be in church. Let's right. be honest. Right. And right. you know, if you even look in the Bible, like, look who God was amongst. Right. Hello. <laughs> Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's just like, I don't know. I think that's a cop out sometimes that people use to like make themselves feel better. But at the end of the day, like you said, the truth is the truth. And what God says stands. Right. There's it's just period. It's not a comma. There's no, there's no comma. Yeah. 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 So, and I feel like I'm just, just to kind of take you on like my journey um, again, 
if you guys don't know, Adriana is my sister. Um, we've sister. been <laughs> sister. Um, we've been in church all of our lives, um, and it truly is creating a relationship for yourself. Um, seeing, seeing, having examples growing up. Um, our, uh, we come from a line of a lineage of pastors and deacons and stuff like that. And our dad is our pastor. And growing up, um, it was attend church because that's what you do on Sundays, at least for me. I don't want to speak for you. But it was just something we did every Sunday. Um, and that was fine. Growing up, I never had any qualms about going to church because that's what just what we did. Now, when I came to the age of I could make the decision for myself, church is where I wanted to be on a Sunday. I, I didn't see any other thing to do on a Sunday beside church. Like I, I was gone for two weeks and then we walked inside to do the podcast and I was like, wow, I haven't been in church in two weeks. It felt so weird. So it's a part of who I am, not because of, well, I feel obligated because my dad is the pastor. I have a relationship with God for myself. So now being in church on a Sunday, being um, on Bible study on Wednesday nights is what I want to do. Um, but growing up, I remember going to college and everybody's doing what they want to do. And I remember once I started going away to college and I had, you know, an apartment and everything on Fridays after school, I would make my way down to Houston because church is on Sunday. And I had people, a uh, circle of friends around me that's like, why? Like, there's a party Saturday night. You can just go home in the morning. And I'm like, no, first, I want to be with my family. And then two, on Sundays, it's time for church. Mm -hmm. um, so growing up, you it didn't feel like the cool thing to do. Um, because nobody was really doing that. If they weren't, they, if they weren't in church on Sunday, they didn't feel any qualms about it. Um, if if I invited somebody, if I invited somebody um, to church, it was kind of like, oh well, hmm, maybe, or they will come. But then the life behind it didn't really match them coming to church and like it was just kind of like it was something to do on a Sunday because at one point my junior year everybody made this like pact we're going to go to church on Sunday so we found a church in Huntsville everybody was going but it didn't feel like it was just something cool it was something cool to do at the time not because they were going to church to actually build a relationship with God if that makes sense mm -hmm. Well, I feel like everybody starts somewhere. No, and, and that's think... that's fine. That's fine. That's what I'm not saying. If if that's what gets you in the door, making a pact with a friend to all go, I I get I get that part of it, right? But growing up, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like I had someone to relate to about church, or like actually friend group wise, my child. It didn't feel like I had someone to go I mean, to, I feel to like say. Your best friend was going to church every Sunday. She also lives in New York. I'm talking about. Oh, when we moved here. Right when we moved okay. here. Right. Um, I, I was. I just said in college. So this is all. Wait, then you said childhood, so I was confused. Childhood, college. I'm about to be thirty. Girl, childhood is college. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um. So it just. It didn't feel. It didn't feel like. I had anyone to relate to in that sense. And it made me feel like, okay, well, maybe I should just live like how everybody else is living. And then you would go somewhere, I would go somewhere, and then it's like, mm, I don't belong here. Like, this is not for me. Mm -hmm. And 
if you want to do whatever you want to do, that's fine. But as as a child, and, and I was telling I was telling Shira too, like you know, we're called to be a peculiar people. And you know, when I remember like liking people in college or liking people overall over my time span before I met my husband, and people would be like, "Oh, your wife material." They didn't want to date me or whatever the case is. And you know, you get down on yourself because it's like, "Why don't you like me back?" You know. And um, now I was I was telling Shira that two of the guys that I liked in college. Now the life that they live, they're both gay. <laughs> both of them are gay. Girl, I hope they didn't know that you like them. <laughs> so, now, so now it's like, you know, it's like you got you got down to the point where everybody's telling you that you're you're different, yeah. um, you're a wife, nobody wants to like I, I don't want to play with you in that way. But I see now that that was God's protection. protection. Right? And I, yeah, and I think that for me, I, I I didn't have the same college experience. I didn't go away. I was a commuter. Mm-hmm. So I was in church anyway. Like it mm-hmm. was, I didn't have to drive into town or whatever. Um, I get the part where it's like you are people do look at you differently. Different, yeah. Um, and it kind of does make you feel like. Uh, well, I never felt like something was like wrong with me per mm-hmm, se. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't want to be like you guys. <laughs> no offense, but like you know, you're trying to sit here and make fun of me, but like your life is in shambles. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be for real. So yeah, I, I didn't, I felt different for a moment, but then I like kind of sc- like snapped back into reality. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, but you've always had that this thing is though. not a part of my walk and everyone's walk is different. different and I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah. So you guys can be laughing now. <laughs> and you know, but now I feel like they're, they're the people that I'm talking about. They're much, they're much more better. Settled. They're more yeah. settled, you yeah. know, into their like, yeah being and like god and things like that so so you see for me it's a little bit different mm-hmm. um growing up i i wouldn't say i wasn't a part of the church it's just that religion was i was more so based on religion than actual spirituality mm-hmm. i would go to church on a sun- sundays because it's what my mom and dad mm-hmm. wanted us all to do together mm-hmm. And I didn't grow up. I, I didn't. I wasn't raised up as a Christian. I was mm-hmm. a Catholic. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. that's different. <laughs> that's way different. Mm-hmm. So I only really encountered God when um, I was around 15, 16 mm-hmm. at a Baptist church, and boy, that was an experience. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Baptist is a. It's different. <laughs> it's different. Mm-hmm. You know, but I I overall enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to take something out of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, there's actually, you know, a God. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew there was a God, but I didn't really truly understand. Mm-hmm. Like, there's someone higher yeah. up here, yeah. superior, yeah. that's able to, like, yeah. snatch me. So, and then over the year, over the years, um, um, I had my own ups and downs as well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like right now in my early 30s i i feel like this is like my best time like from before mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> going know? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i feel I, I feel that a lot of people have uh, a lot of people have that story like now that we're getting now that we're in the older <laughs> getting older, older um i feel that now there's a lot of people coming to the knowledge of God or actually like, you know, building their relationship with God um, in a sense of like, okay, I'm kind of done playing. Like the world has nothing to offer. Yeah. I, I, mm, I agree with that to an extent only because it's like, 
when you get to a certain age, like we don't all like we weren't the way we think now is not how we were thinking when we were 20. Right. The way we think well, the way we thought at 20 was not the way we were thinking at 15. Mm-hmm. And I think things come into perspective as you get older mm-hmm. and you gain like world experience, knowledge, wisdom, mm-hmm. understanding, all that good stuff. Right. And I think, you know, when you get older, it's like it kind of just like gut punch you punches you one day like nothing like this is all make believe like mm-hmm. nothing really matters. Mm-hmm on this earth at all like everything is made up and Mm -hmm. i think some people you know come to that knowledge sooner than others Mm -hmm. and then other people other people take some a little while but it's like i think people have like almost like a a little reality check and it's like wow like no these are the things that are important to me now and i think god is obviously included in that Mm -hmm. um because i have a lot of friends you know who came to christ later Mm -hmm. um like in their adulthood because you know they weren't you know religious or spiritual when they were younger Mm -hmm. and now that they're older and they you know have had encounters with god and things like that i think now they are like oh wow this is awesome Mm -hmm. and i think it takes um different people to get to that that space Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and it happens you know sooner for others it happens later you know it's like i realized too like you know when people get old they might start getting a little bit more more sentimental Mm -hmm, and like you know mm -hmm. just emotional Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when they were like hard their whole life i think it's the same thing with god it's like oh wow like this is what it's like with god why wasn't i doing this so long ago Mm -hmm. but it's like everybody has a path and i think that's beautiful as well i think Mm -hmm. i think so too um i feel that and I have to, I have to, not that I'm, I'm, I'm not judgmental, um, but I, okay, you will not. All right. I'm not a judgmental person. Um, I feel that when it comes to, I think I take, I think I take the things of God and God seriously. And it, well, I haven't spoken to anyone about being judgmental, but mm-hmm. um, I think it could come off in a judgmental way. way. Yeah. Um, so there's there like, um, I was telling Shira as well, like one of my biggest pet peeves are people who um, post on the internet like, oh, God doesn't play about me. But you play about God every day. If we're being <laughs> if we're being completely honest. So it's like what what I don't want to say what gives you the right, but it's like what makes you like your relationship isn't there with God, but yet you expect God to do these these big things for you and you can't even but like, you have to deal, you have to deal with people at the level that they're at like but that, some people only know god in that way and if like it's what like, what way and oh god is gonna bless me and god like, doesn't people, play about me yeah some people only know god in that way like you can say that from a standpoint of like you know you know god a little bit deeper than other people mm-hmm. and you have that personal relationship through thick and thin all this stuff right but if somebody has been told like okay, this is how God's going to show up for you. And they've seen, you know, God, quote unquote, show up for them in that way. Like it's in like, a dire situation, they're like, you oh, know God, what please. I mean? It's like some people only know God in certain ways. And it's like, like if you pray to God when you're in trouble, yeah, I get the frustration behind it. But mm-hmm. also like they're on they're not on the level. They're on, not on that level yet. So then what so then what what do you say to people in those times, not saying that I'm just going to be under everybody's Facebook post, but people that I consider friends um, and I could have that conversation with, like, what should that conversation be? As far as what, like, oh, you're playing with God, but God doesn't play about you? Like, right. Like if, if, if you, 
I think it more so bothers me because God is not in your everyday life. And these are these are friends, right? Okay. So God isn't in your everyday life, right? And we get those people that say like, okay, well, they, they pray every now and again. They go to church every now and again. But like if somebody does them wrong and then it's like this big thing like, oh, um, vengeance is the Lord. God doesn't play about me. You're going to get yours. And it's kind of like, but you play about God every day. So God is not really obligated to do anything more for you i mean god is not obligated to do anything whether we play with him or not mm-hmm. something is buzzing <laughs> we're all looking like what is that oh it's a wasp okay it's a wasp anyway uh-huh. um i feel at, at the end of the day i i feel as if it's a personal relationship you know i would have that conversation with them like you know and not in a obviously not in a judgmental, judgmental way, way but right. just see like where they're at with their relationship with god and maybe try to provide a little bit of insight, insight. Mm-hmm. um but I, for me, what I always, like, my default is, is, like, I, I try to give grace, and I try not to be as, like, harsh with my approach, mm-hmm. depending on who, who, it, who is. it is. Right, right. Because people need different things, right. and I've realized that, and um, also, too, you know, I've had conversations with my friends, and it's like, God also helps those who help themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you want me to pray about things and you're not in a space where you want to give up certain stuff. So I'm not <sighs> praying for it. Yeah. And it comes Talk off as it. harsh. It might be judgmental or whatever, but it's like, you know, God is obligated, to, not obligated, but God works with you where you're at. Right. Um, if I'm not at that space with you, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay because I'm not God. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not my say. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think there's boundaries to draw. I think... Um, just giving a little bit of insight if they ask. I mean, sometimes it's like, depending on the situation, it's like, you don't even have to ask, like, I need to tell you this because this is like your soul mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Um, but there's just times where it's like, mm, yeah, you just I hope you come to the it. knowledge just, and understanding. You just pray for soon. them. Yeah. Really, yeah. really, you just pray for them and, you know, cha- pray for like a change of heart posture and, you know, just bringing them of the knowledge too. And, but at the end of the day, too, again, everyone's, you know, relationship with God will be different depending on what level they're at. The, uh, and right. I try not to be judgmental of that because just because I feel like you should be further along mm-hmm. or just because I feel like, oh, you're playing it's with not God. My walk. It's yeah. not my walk. Right. And it's like, who I cannot say that I can't say that about you. I need to wo- focus on my own walk because we all fall. What? Sure. Sure. <laughs> so, Yeah. I mean, all we can really do is just be an example. Right. You know? And let your light shine, yes. for sure. And I think that's, like, one of the most underrated things, you know. Like, in the Bible, it does say, you know, you if you, you know, are the light and you're, you are the example, somebody's going to see it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Somebody's going to see it. And you sure. never know the impact you'll have. Whether they tell you or not, you'll never know the impact that you've had on people's life if you let your light shine. Yeah. And I and I think, I think it comes... For me, it comes <laughs> it comes from a good place because I know how lit it is on this side of mm-hmm. the fence. Like, I know what God has done for me. I see what God has done for others. Mm-hmm. And when you see people living in, it's over there. <laughs> when you see people living a life outside of what, like, of what, of what, of, of the bubble, yeah. I guess, it's like, Come over here. Yeah, but, it's yeah. so great God, over here. Let God work on their heart. And yes, and it could I be part of their listen, testimony, you know? agree with all of that. But when, but when you have friends who are continuously making the same mistake, again, all you can do is like let your light shine. But it's like I just wish that you would come to this 
sooner yeah. because yeah. all you're doing is hurting yourself. And I don't want you to hurt yeah. yourself, not physically, but yeah. all you're doing is hurting. And it's like, I want you to get to a place where you no longer want this for yourself, but I can't make you want right. that, you know? Right. But it's like, also, I don't want to see you learn the same lessons with different people over right. and over, over and over yeah. and over and over again. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So I Some think- people need to be- Hit on top of the head a couple times. Exactly. Some people just need to be told how it is to say like, you know, this is not, this is not it. Like, but at the same, at the same token, it's like you can only say and do so much. And then it turns into, well, I'm just going to pray for you. Yeah. It's because, I mean, you have to set your own boundaries. Like Mm -hmm. I said, like, I'm not ever interested in playing God. Um, And so if I, if I feel like it is, (laughs) it's like, if I feel like, you know, you're having to relearn the same lessons. It's like, who's to say that God didn't ordain it that way for him to get the glory at the end of the day, you know? Because sometimes... He's going to get the glory out of it regardless. I know, but, but sometimes, sometimes, the same? sometimes we want to see people come out of something sooner than maybe what God had intended for them, you know? Sometimes it's... Because it, it, you have to think about it. Like, we don't think as, as how I know, God thinks. I know, but some of, this, some of this stuff... It's self-inflicting. It's self-inflicted, for I, sure. So it's like, if I see... It's, it's naturally, right? If you, if, you, if you are in the fifth grade and you have to repeat the fifth grade, right? There's something that you didn't get the first time. Understandable, right? But you mean you're going to repeat the fifth grade six times? But some people just... They never get it. They like, not like and Adriana it's said. To you. They need yeah. to get up, hit in the head for yeah, for it to, <laughs> for to click. It to click. And it sucks. So it sucks, especially when it's people close to you. It's like, hello, girl. Hello, hello, right right. Miss, Miss Ma'am. <laughs> like, get it together, you know. But it's like, at that point, it's like, okay, I have to give it a, I have to give it to God. Because how many times have we made like the same mistake on different occasions? And it's like, dang, girl. I made this mistake like 50,000 times. Like, why am I not understanding it? And it could be in life. It could be at work. It could be whatever. But it's like, sometimes it just takes time. Like, have you ever taken calculus? Ooh. No. Man. Algebra, literally Mm -hmm. anything. It's like, it takes me a hundred times to get one little problem. And when you finally get it, it's like, it's uh still not the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, when you finally get it, it's like, Oh, the light bulb clicks. Right. And for some people, it takes continuous, repetitive, like life things. And it's like, it sucks. But what do you say? What do you say for those people that, okay, five plus five is 11. You take it again. Five plus five is 10. Mm -hmm. Right. I know five plus five is 10 now. But now it's like I'm just gonna repeat it anyway because I wanna just in a in a continuous yeah like you know like you've you've had and and I'm not the only one everyone has had that conversation with a friend or with a family member they know exactly what they're supposed to do they can tell you verbatim what needs to be done what the situation is and what they're gonna do to get out of it and then they go and repeat the same thing again I have I do have a point too Mm -hmm. with people like that you also have to look at look at Who's in their circle? Mm. Who are they associating themselves with? Like, and who's leading too. them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you themselves know? too. Because mm-hmm. people are delusional and they self-sabotage. <laughs> no, realistically, like, people are delusional. They, they self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. And if you're in this continual pattern of, like, self-harm, 
like sometimes it takes professional help to get you out of that pattern you know Seek like when you know help. when you know better you do better <laughs> and sometimes people know better and they just choose not to, to do, do better, better like yeah. i be knowing that i have housework to do but mm, i want to watch the show i i know there's things i need to be doing mm-hmm. and i choose not to and it's mm-hmm. like it's I mean, that's choice. not life-altering, obviously, right? right? Yeah. Like, cleaning the house is not a big deal. But, I mean, but the, it, same, honest, the But same, it also sets you back. It does set you right? back. It does set yeah. you back. And it's like... Because now what you had to do today, now you, you got to do it tomorrow. It, exactly. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, if you're going out of town like me, then you have the day before where you're doing literally everything. Don't mm-hmm. be like me, guys. But, like I said, it just... With some people, it's just like... You, help, you try to help them. If you know the help is not... If they're not receiving the help or whatever, it's like you have to draw a boundary within yourself mm-hmm. because it's like I'm not, mm-mm, I'm not doing gonna be the, doing yeah. this with you yeah. all the time. I love you and I hope you know whatever, whatever. I, I pray for them, obviously, um, but it's like God, cha- please like intervene, change their heart posture because at that point, it that that's the only thing. Like sometimes divine intervention, if God the only can't thing. do it. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> it's like sometimes there's only God needs to do it. Right. Or, yeah. or seek professional help and God. Like it could be a combination of things. But sometimes we, we know better what we don't do better and mm-hmm. I mean that's a part of like life sometimes. So it's do like, you think do you think kind of n- not changing sectors, but um we know there's different in there, we know there's different influences that like, you know, come as now, you know, before growing up there was no I remember when AOL was a thing like we had yeah, I remember yeah, when you like everyone was on <laughs> I remember when and you couldn't use the phone yeah I remember when you know YouTube became a thing mm. so it's like we have we have we now have different we now have different influences like you know we have um uh social media um there's like pairs telling you like okay well well come come with me it's not gonna hurt any if you do things like that so like what what would be your advice or what do you do? Because, I mean, everybody doesn't have the same group of friends. Mm-hmm. But those influences as you are trying to serve God, because there's people that say like, oh, I smoke and drink every weekend, but that doesn't hurt my relationship with God. Or you can smoke and drink every weekend and or you can have um, you can have sex all the time or before marriage. And it's OK, because, again, God knows my heart or God knows, you know, so like what? What do you say about like those those things? Um, for me, okay, so I I kind of had like this thing too because on TikTok there's so many people saying a lot of different things. Social and, media, and it was like to the point where it's like anything God related on like TikTok, I just kind of swipe past for mm-hmm. the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's only because it's like. There are some things that are one person's conviction Mm -hmm. and Mm. they make it everybody's responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, when it comes to, you know, the the things that in the Bible that clearly say, like, do not do, do not whatever, that's different. But I think when like there are people on TikTok saying you shouldn't drink. Like, if you drink, you're not close to God. Like, that's a sin, right? But it's like... Did not Jesus turn water into wine? Hello? But it's like, that is some that is one person's conviction. If you have a drink, and obviously you're not getting drunk every, right. you know, well, whatever. Just just talking, yeah. It's like, yeah. you can't sit here and tell somebody, <laughs> yeah. like, because that might not be their... That, they might not struggle with having a cup of wine right. or yeah. a glass of wine every mm-hmm. now and again or a glass of wine once every day. You right, know what I mean? Right. It's like... If that is your conviction, let that be your, your conviction. conviction. I don't right. think you should put your convictions on other, other people. people. Yeah. Like and we some were people are like, about- "Oh, I can't 
I can't listen to the to this um, artist because you know God revealed to me X Y Z. It's like sometimes it does doesn't have the same effect on other people right. as it has on you. Right. And I think you shouldn't con- put your convictions. And on I other feel people. like that's where pressure falls on Christians. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to act certain way. We have to be certain way. Mm-hmm. We have to look certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because. There's people watching me, and mm-hmm. if I do this or if I do that, mm-hmm. I'm going to be looked at like. Yeah. Let me tell the you Christian one thing. That's backsliding yeah. Because I, I just had a drink. It's like, <laughs> go to God. Go to God with what your questions are. Like, should I be doing this? And yeah. let Him give you the answer. Right. Yeah. Because one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to dance. Okay? Yeah. If I hear a song that I'm going to like, whether it's if I'm in church, if I'm outside of church, I'm going to dance. Yes. And some people are like, you, you shouldn't be, be doing this. That. And I it's said, like. T- tell me in the Bible. Tell me what scripture verse and yeah, where, where can I find but, it yes, that like, I cannot dance. David danced until his clothes fell off. Was it not David? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. And I think people forget, like, I think people really overcomplicate it. It's like, God had a good time. Right, right. And God was also flipping tables. Like, let's <laughs> yeah. not get it twisted right. about who, like, I think knowing who God is and what all he did because sometimes I'm reading the Bible and I'm like, oh my God, God you had to do all that? <laughs> like, you had to get them all? Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So fresh. Yeah, like, um, this is weird, but okay, God, whatever you say. I think that, like, people, like I said, should not put their convictions on other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just personally depends on you and your walk with God. Yeah. Like, like I yeah. said, always refer to, you know, God, should I should I do this? Should I not? And that, like I said before, it's like including God in your day to day. Like, okay, God, what do I want for dinner? Like, should I eat that? You know, you shouldn't be eating junk food. Sometimes you need that little, you know, God to like just reinforce that. So mm-hmm. I think going back to God and you know asking Him questions about things you because some people are like you shouldn't do X Y Z and it's like okay, God, what do you think I should be doing or what I shouldn't be doing? You right. know, sometimes that is important right. because you'll take other people's convictions and you're like, dang, like. Yeah. I can't do anything. God is I can't boring. Do, I can't be on TikTok. I can't be on social media. I can't listen to music. I can't do any, like, and it's like. And that's why that's why some people our age or people younger than us don't want to come yeah. to God because it's like, like, once I come to God, I have to be this serious person. Yeah. I have to wear skirts and pants and down to my knees. Yeah. I have to, I, I cannot associate myself with these kind of people. Yes. I can't, and, and granted, right, there are things that you have to walk away from when you come yes. to God. This is not like a. A free for all, all right. and then you do whatever you want, and and God is, you know. Right. But it there's there's certain things that you have to fall back from. But it's like I feel that you know, a, there's people that will not come to God because it's like they, once I these, serve yeah. God, I'm and I and I can't, I, do, I can't do anything because yeah. I remember one time we were sitting in church and we read this scripture, and it was it it was saying that you know, um, overfeeding yourself is a sin, yeah. right? And Let I'm like, Dad, I can't even. I can't even if Indulge I see the whole ice cream. Right. If I want to eat the whole carton of ice cream, I should be able to do that, you know? But it's like that that's yeah. a that's 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 yeah. a sin. So I feel like um there's so there, too much sleep. Too yeah. Mu- yeah, there's <laughs> convicted, convicted, convicted. <laughs> so there's things, right, that that you know, there's there's things that you have to walk away from, but you know, it's all for the betterment oh God, of yeah. yourself, you know, overeating. Know. Yeah. There's problems that come with overeating, like yeah. high right? High cholesterol, high cholesterol, um, obesity. Mm-hmm. There's things that come. There's things that come with that, <laughs> you know, pressure, too, which that. too much sleep. If you're thinking just about like you're missing out on things. Yeah. 
if you're if you're thinking about it that way, you're missing out on things that you know you could be a part of, going outside, getting fresh air, whatever the case yeah. is. Getting but vitamin D. Getting vitamin D, all of those things. So it's like and and two, a lot of sleep can mean that uh like you're depressed. So it's yeah. like all of those things or it's, a lot of sleep can make you depressed, honestly. Um, I think people sleep because they're depressed. They're depressed, right. Yeah. So it's like there there are there are things that, you know, although you think it's like, oh, they're so fun to do, but I'm telling you on this side of the fence, there's so there's there's better things yeah. on this side. It's not like there's there's rules in place both naturally and spiritually so that you don't harm yourself mm-hmm. yeah. at, at the end of it. So right. don't look at it as I don't get to do this, but look at it as like I get I get to do, I get to serve God, I get to 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 praise him i get his blessings you have to look at the positives of the situation rather than like oh well if i come to god i'm not going to be able to yeah why would you want to do those things anyway yeah Yeah. and and you know to be honest with myself when i was just coming into god i used to think that way Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i used to feel like oh i need to wake up at this time four o'clock between four and six (laughs) to pray (laughs) if i don't wake up at that time Mm -hmm. i'm going to God is strike me down. God is gonna strike me down. I'm not supposed to dance a certain way. I'm not supposed to dress a certain way. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to think <laughs> a yeah, certain yeah, way yeah. because I'm going to hell. Mm-hmm, and yeah. there, I remember there was um, a friend that gave me a book <laughs> to read. It's about um, when the 9/11 had happened mm-hmm. and like the signs of when God is coming, coming. Mm-hmm. and you know, things that you need to avoid Girl, before God comes because hell is coming. Yeah. <laughs> like so, the movie you know, Left Behind. Oh, oh my gosh. So imagine? just imagine, you know, you're Shira, new to God. Yeah. New in God, mm-hmm. reading this book. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Forget this. Right? The image I had of God, I was terrified. Yeah, yeah. I was I was really terrified, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm thankful that I really stuck through and I did mm-hmm. my my own digging right, my own research right. and me taking the time to like really read through the Bible mm-hmm. and um and um, I I also must add that I am really happy that I found a community mm-hmm. where I feel like it's not just coming to church mm-hmm. it feels like a, a, a place of home Mm -hmm. it feels like a place of worship it feels like a place of rest peace it's like a reset yeah Yeah. you know of course like during the week you have to continue doing those things because you kind of just go to church on a sunday and think everything is perfectly fine and god is just going to you know you, Mm -hmm. you you still have to meet god right yeah halfway (laughs) yeah i'm saying so i'm happy that i came to that realization for myself Mm -hmm. But if I had stayed stuck in what I was receiving mm-hmm. when I had first became a Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people turn back. <laughs> Some people are like, this is not for me. Yeah. God is scary. And, and two, like there was <clears throat> there would be times where like something would happen and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm on my way home. I'm going to get into an accident. And I'm just going to die. Because I just disobeyed God or I wasn't obedient, and it felt that way. And and no one no one ever told me that. But it's like my own my <laughs> own, own of what yeah of what I of who I thought God was like this just big being who was just gonna strike me down mm-hmm. if I did something wrong. But there's such thing as grace and mercies, and I do not frustrate 
God's grace or mercy. Because some people think that they just have these unlimited chances of, of just doing things the wrong way. And that is not how I want to live my life. Because if I do something wrong, I want to correct it immediately or not make <laughs> immediately or not make the same mistake again. Because you also have those people who repent or who say, sorry, oh, God, I'm so sorry. If you get me out of this, I would never do it again. And yeah. they turn around and do the same thing That's why I again. don't repent if I'm not really, ready, like, ready, ready to get okay, up like, whatever yeah. it is. Because I'm like, am I, I'm, God already knows. Right. Anyway, so why am I going to play myself? Like, you're just out here lying. You know what? You know, like, exactly. I don't, I, I don't want to be that way, but I remember, like, when I, when I, not, because, you know, Again, you have the times where I'm you're sorry, just. Sorry, I have something uh -huh. to say after you. <laughs> yeah, you have those times where you're just going to church because that's what it's to do norm, yeah. yeah and then you have the time where you come to the realization like okay who who is god who is he to me you have that realization and then you know you're on that journey now of knowing god for yourself because my parents although he's the same god my parents god is that how he worked for my parents yeah. is not how he's going to work for yeah. me so i have to build a relationship on my own and i remember when i started building relationship on my own like you said i was kind of like oh my gosh, like I can't do anything and I might as well just live my life because so-and-so is doing whatever she want to do. So-and-so is doing whatever he want to do. And you know- and look at their life. It doesn't look that bad. Yeah. They don't look that bad. They're not being yeah. struck down. They're not, you know, they don't have any consequences. But yeah. the thing is, I don't know their consequence. Yeah. I, and I don't, and you I- You can't see. Yes, you and I have to come see. to the, re the realization like whatever they're doing- is not for me. I don't want to. I don't want to just say, "Oh, because so and so is doing it, yeah. that's what's good it's like for everybody me too." Everybody has their own. Because again, when you know better, you do better. Yeah. So it's not like I'm like, okay, well, um, so um, so and so went whatever, and they went to church and they were fine. And it's like you know, levels. They they yeah. still got they still got their car. They still got their scholarship for school. So I can do the same thing. No, there's we levels. walk two different paths, mm -hmm. and what's what's for them is not for me. So I have to when I came to that knowledge of when I came to the knowledge because I always knew who God was and I was having a conversation and I said like you know there were even things that although I was just attending church not really like knowing God we there's were sure playing tic-tac-toe <laughs> we were playing tic-tac-toe we were passing notes in church <laughs> But there's things that I remember from childhood that have not left me because they are embedded in me. So there was times in college where, where I didn't even know I knew the scripture. I, I couldn't even tell you to this day where it's taken from, but it's like those things were impacted, yeah. like they impacted my life. And those things are the things that I call on now. So there were things that I was learning all the while, but that doesn't mean that I stopped there. There's still relationship and there's still more things to know in God. And I feel like that's New where I am. I knew deeper, deeper deaths in newer heights. Yeah. So that's where in higher heights. And that's kind of where I am now as a 29 year old. Um, what my I want my relationship to be because you also have those older women and older men. And you're like, wow, you know, the Bible. it seems like, you know, the Bible back to front. Like how they're just so tight with Jesus. Yeah. Like I want to be tight with Jesus. Be, I want to be like that. Yeah, but you I don't, don't want to recall scripture because yeah. then like, like there's sometimes we'll be in church and daddy would be like uh, or pastor. He would say, pastor um. Dad. He would say, um, for God so loved the world. And then he would just end it. And he's looking for people to. <laughs> and you're like, and you're looking. But I mean, that's a simple scripture. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, dang, I don't even know what comes after that. Yeah, you right. know, so it's like. They, they, but that that also comes to show you that that comes not only does that come with time, but that comes with actually knowing God for yourself and yes. actually having the 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 zeal to get into His Word and to know God 
um, on a deeper level. So I can say I want that all I want, but if I don't leave on Sunday and read my Bible, then that's not something that I'm ever going to get to because I'm not putting the work on the back end. So that's like, just make time. Like we make time to literally do do everything. everything Just make time for God. As hard as it's going to, as hard as it is, it feels like the things you should be, it's just so hard to do sometimes, you know? Yeah. And that's in the Bible too. For me, it's like, it's not even like, what's that phrase? Like mind over matter. Mm -hmm. For me, it's matter over mind because if I listen to my mind, I'm not doing anything. Anything. Let's be for real. Yeah. So So it's just, just like you said, anything that, anything that we put our, I was about to say anything. Right, mind too. Yeah, I mean, but you can make up start, in your mind, change your mind. Start, I mean, yeah, that's fact though, and that's mind. Bible. It's like change your mind, change, change your, your life. Mind, yeah. Um, but for me personally, I if I think about something too much, it just will, will not happen. Yeah. So, but so you have go to, with the Bible, you have go to with the Bible, go, go with me. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to whatever whatever works for you. That's why I said in the beginning, everybody's path is different, but there's only one law. So there's only there's there's different ways, there's different paths because everybody's on their own path, mm-hmm. right? But the uh, what is it? Oh, look, I was about to quote, quote scripture. I don't want to quote it wrong, but um, it's the the scripture about narrow, um, broad is the way, but narrow. I know the scripture. We know the scripture. Everybody knows the scripture. If you don't, okay. But you know, there's 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 a path that we all have to have to walk, right? And there's only there's there's multiple ways on the path, but there's only one way to your destination. And so, like for people our age, for people older, for people younger, just know that the relationship does not come by osmosis. It's something that you have to work at. It's something that um, you have to that you have to follow if you want to get to a place in yeah. God um, where God is speaking to you and you are speaking with God. Do you have the scripture? Yes, it's Matthew seven thirteen through mm-hmm. fourteen. Jesus said, "Enter through the narrow gate, yeah. for wide is yeah. the gate yes. and broad, and broad yes. is the road that <laughs> yes. leads to destruction, yes. and many enter." through it Mm -hmm. but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life yes and only a few find it yes so if you want to be in the few (laughs) if you want to be in the few that find the gate there's only one way to that and that is the book it has everything that you need to live the life that god has called you to live and we are just three examples of how again all of our paths are different my sister and I went to the same church all of our lives and our path is different. Um, so we just want to be an encourage, say an encouraging, send out an encouraging word that, you know, although your path may be different over here on this side of the gate is, yeah. is a beautiful thing. It and is. It's, and you're still going to fall short. FYI. Oh yeah. Everybody That's falls, a- everybody falls short. Um, but we're also not into, I don't know about you, uh, any of you guys, but I don't want to keep repeating the same thing. There's, yeah. there's, there's things that God had me to do, and I can't be walking around in circles. There's, yeah. Yeah. there's Ooh, not like the Israelites. Oh <laughs> no, nobody wants to be like yeah. them. <laughs> but we we find ourselves in those situations, c- continuing to be in the same situation, whatever. But it's like once you. Church is not just for Sunday. God is just not for Sunday. God is just not for Wednesday nights. This is a continual thing. Um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. All of that, it 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 helps. It it's yeah. not it's not God is not scary. There's yeah. things that He does. That can be scary. Yeah. yeah, if you read the Bible, you might be like, "All right, God, like, <laughs> down. all right, you did but, a lot there." Um, it's 
it's definitely a, a great relationship yeah, to is. have. It is a beautiful relationship to have. And I remember the first time God spoke to me and I was like, me, Lord? You telling me? Right? I'm like, if you could speak to everybody else, I want to hear you too. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that only You're comes... like, God told me. I'm like, God, tell <laughs> me too. I want to know as well. Right. So it's yeah. like all of those, all of those stages that you come to, um, it's, it's such a, it's such a beautiful thing because it's like, not saying that when God speaks to you, it's like you're this, you know, high sedity or whatever the case is, or like, oh, he speaks to me and not you. But it's like, once you speak to him, I'm like, okay, for me, it's a marker of like, okay, God, I'm heading in the right direction. Like you, right. you, you speak to me, like I can hear your voice clearly. I, I, I know you. Yeah. So I know that I'm heading in the right direction when yeah. things like that happen. Yeah. Like, and, 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 uh, it's crazy that you said that. Cause too, even in disobedience, it's like, you have that gut feeling. Yeah, Like, do. down, I remember, too, it could be, like, driving one way home. Mm -hmm. And you're like, nah, I should drive another way. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, let me just stay on this road. Yeah. And then you get there, there's something happening, and you're like, God, <laughs> I'm sorry. You told yes. me, and I didn't listen. It's like, even down to, it's like, wow, like, God, you are speaking to, to me. me. Like, yeah. help me to, you know, yeah. be able to yeah. discern that that is you and not me just, you know, because coming Because even stuff. says, like, yeah. you know, everybody's looking for the big rum, yeah, the big the shaking, the big... You know, and God speaks God. in still yeah. small voices. He's he speaks in a yeah. whisper, and that is okay too. So even in time, I remember a time I was sitting on, I was sitting, I was in the bathroom, I was sitting on the toilet, and I had my phone. <laughs> I, well, I was, I and I had my phone, I had my phone, but the way I was sitting, like I had my phone <laughs> on the toilet. <laughs> I heard, I heard, you need to move your phone, yeah. and I didn't move. I'm like. The phone is fine. Like, you don't, because it happens so quick. Phone covered in doo-doo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I wasn't using that I'm kind of bathroom. <laughs> but it did fall in the toilet, and I had to end up putting my phone yeah. in rice. And I'm like, if I were to listen yes, right it when, it's it like wouldn't have happened. It's such, like, yeah. simple things. Simple things. And you're like, oh, God. I should have just listened. Yeah. I should have just listened. Yes. It's like, and just it's like go with like, your first oh, mind. It was my, my, my gut feeling, whatever. No, that was God speaking yes. to you. Um, whatever you want to call it. But we know it was God. And it's like, just in. And, and those small things you have to be obedient because it's like okay he's telling you he's telling he's telling you something small and yeah. it might not, it, it doesn't even have to be anything spiritual Spir it right. could stop you from like don't spending eat that two hours in traffic yes. or being in the yes. toilet for two hours yes. um in regards to eating something so it's like once once he starts speaking to you like that it's like okay if you can be obedient in in in, in those the things in the little things, things. It's like, yeah. yes enlarge my territory enlarge yes. it um so, but that only comes by Having a relationship. Having yes. a relationship. Yeah. And just because you're yeah. in church or and you have that relationship with God, like, does not mean you need to be the stuffy old yeah. like person. And I like, feel like that's people, what people have personality. Right. Like it's still like you still can be outgoing and like still you know, like still be a person. Yeah. It's like, like I remember having I remember having my um my graduation party at the house. And people didn't expect my dad wow. to be who he was. Like, like he still has a personality. Like, right. <laughs> he, he's like, people consider him pastor, but he is Willis Boyce. Like, yes. you yes. know, he's him. Child of God. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> like, God still made him right. who he is. Right. Like, so he's outside still of being pastor, I feel like people, when people think of pastor, when people think, think of, of believers, uptight. when people think of Christians, they think yes. of these people who just like 
are like high sedity, have their nose up in the air. They're, they can't yeah. they can't enjoy themselves. They and can't. Some people are like that. Don't, some people don't are get like twisted, that. But that's not my life. That's yeah. not my story. That's not it's my not ministry. My that's okay. not really anybody in my in my current day. There there's nobody that I know like, like that. that. Yeah. Um. So I feel like we need to change our perspective because a lot of people not. I cannot speak for anybody that other than my own experience, but growing up Caribbean based, there are a lot of people oh. that they don't do anything once they came to God that was just who they were and they looked down that on everybody else. Life. Yeah, they looked like, down okay, on everybody else. Jesus was still doing other things right. while he was healing yeah, right. and preaching. Right. Like, come on now. Right. So it's like, you know, you look at those examples and people who grew up like that yes. think like, okay, well. Like, this is the right way. Right, you have to that, be this way. Right. And, like, no, and that's not uh, scriptural. That's not found anywhere in no. the Bible. So like, we, so I feel like us as millennials have the job of, or I don't want to say burden with the job, but we have the job of making it look cool, like making yeah. Jesus, making God, making following Christ um, a cool thing to do. Yeah. Or I don't want to say cool, like, oh, it's yeah. so cool. It's trendy. <laughs> right. Like, that's not what we're saying. But it's like you can still be yourself, have your own personality, be yes. be you and still be a believer and, and still a be a follower of Christ. Yes. Nobody's saying that you like. Like there's there's different like nobody's a robot like right. this is not a robotic thing yeah you know and I feel like there's a lot of people out there that's creating content such as social yeah. media bringing that back on the positive end that are creating because I follow a few of them that mm -hmm. make God like okay because at one point you thought like okay I'm not gonna pray because how I pray is it's not right. how oh, the yeah. elders pray but really yeah. my conversation with God is like God. I remember being in the river in Dominica and I'm like, God, you're like, you're amazing. And I hope that like, you know, you will grant me with the opportunity to see more of your world. Yeah, like yeah. this is, I'm like, this is so cool. Like, yeah. you know, like I was just talking to him. It like, it just comes down to like the little things. Like yeah. people overcomplicate it. it yeah. You and make it you complicated. You can't look at other, other people. Cause yeah. like I said, there's yeah. different levels to this. Okay. Right. Yeah. You are not going to be the mother <laughs> like it's just not, you're not going to pray like the mother in your church it's just right. it's yeah. going right. to be different right. different experiences different perspectives different walks and at the end of the day god did not make us all the same right same. Drops yeah. could you imagine if we were <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if we were all the same it would be how a boring, boring would, would that, that be, be? so why do you think that when you come to christ you need to be somebody that yeah. you that you're that not, you're not. Yeah. that's not how this works and if anybody told you that's how they work they're lying that's not it everybody again has their own walk has their own whatever before you came to christ you had a personality so there's no reason why now you should be in the building or come to christ and now your just personality dead. is just yeah. dead. and i feel like that's why some people have this perception of coming into church mm -hmm. that yeah. it's supposed to look a certain way right, you know right, but everybody yeah. in the building has different personalities right they're, yeah. they're unique in their right, own way yeah. you know and um there could be a, a hothead right in the church yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know yeah but that person could also still be a sweetheart right yeah, yeah. and yeah. you might take what that person say and run for it and be like, oh, that person is being judgmental mm -hmm, to me. Mm -hmm, but it's, mm -hmm. that's just their personality. Right, right. You work with different people accordingly. Yeah. You know? And I feel like, and I had this conversation with my husband, 
And I felt like outside of church, he had this big personality and like, you know, we would go places and, and he would just church, be this clown. Like, and then when he gets house? to church, he's like, I'm serious in church. I'm like, why? This is not a, this is not a serious place. I mean, it's like, a serious place. It's a serious but place, it's but it's not, not like, like you like worship is going on and he's just it's dead like you staring. don't have to shrink. Like, yeah. Like to, if you, yeah. if you hear a beat and the beat is dance if you want to walk around the church if Move you want <laughs> you want to you know like you like it's people like up people think that church is just like i have to be stuffy and that may be the way they grew up when they came to church it was serious business but you know not on my not, watch, not on my watch. <laughs> and it's like you know even even my even my dad when he's preaching he's like you know it's good to laugh in the house of the lord like people yes. think that they can't even laugh like, or have a good relax. time <laughs> right like loosen up free yourself, up your shake hands up, yeah, right free up yourself, you know and that's what that's what that's that's what I want people to see. Our our age, younger, like it does not have to be this it stuffy have to, place. Yeah. It does not have to yeah. look because the examples we had growing up, it was like, Ooh, yeah, yeah, like you and and a, like, and a lot of people that we went to church with are now nowhere to be found in the church. And I'm glad that's not my story um, because I like this. But again, that's also creating a relationship yeah. for yourself. Like I wanted to know God. I didn't want to know. Not that I didn't want to know my parents' God or my uncle's God, but it's like I saw what it's they like, did yeah, for them. What you got going on is great, great but like, what but, about yeah. me? Right. I need yeah. to know, like, what I, what right. does this look like I want in my to life? Work yeah. from, in my life, not how he worked in yours, right. because that's just it's not different. who. Yeah, it's it's gonna look different. Like you have different trials and tribulations, yeah. and I have different trials and tribulations. Right, and I want to see how God is gonna show up and work right. for me. But you okay. have to want that for yourself. Yeah, and that's the that's the overall. It's like getting getting to that that yeah. point. It's like okay. Something, a light bulb, a switch, whatever it is. It has to we go all off. get to that. Yeah. Yeah, it has we to go off. to that place. Because so it's a nice place to it's, be. It's a beautiful yeah, place to be. Yeah. It's a beautiful place to be. And it's crazy because I feel like now, although I'm 30, because age does not mean... Age is nothing age, but a age, Yeah, it's nothing but a number. You, there's 60-year-olds that are have Ooh. not reached a level mm-hmm. in Like Christ. mentally, they're like 20. Right. It's crazy. So... um I feel like I'm at the beginning stages of my walk. I'm on a I'm on a level, not the beginning not stages. Not like a baby in Christ, but right. like yeah, still but like still I guess I know mean. there's I th- again there's yeah. higher heights. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I feel like right now I'm at the beginning stage. I'm I'm and I'm praying. I've been my prayer has that been like God will lose my tongue because there's things that I see, mm-hmm. there's things that um I hear and I don't like I don't have the words cuz naturally I don't have the words as far as like well, certain conversations yeah. speak through you amen so i'm i know that that will be a level at some yeah. point that i will attain to but yeah. that also that also means that the work the groundwork needs to yeah. be put in now yeah. so i'm because like you get a little glimpses like because yeah. even like <laughs> when you said that it's like you know when i pray and like i get to that that moment in Sister the prayer where the it feels prayer like you, it's like it feels like you almost cross over and you're like Yes. This is this I is like, where I want to be. Yes. <laughs> this is where I want to be. But you like too. This. Sometimes you're like praying at home and it's like, okay, like I'm not I'm wait, not, wait, why am I tapping into that level here, God? Like I need that on all levels every time. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And it's like but it, it is nice. The glimpse, the glimpse, glimpse is this like, the glimpse ooh, is beautiful. And especially ooh, like about to be especially when you when you get like not and and grant everybody wants a prophecy or something spoken over their yes. life. But once when you get a prophecy, you're like Eesh. Okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right. and it's like, okay, now when is it gonna happen? When right. Are, when am I gonna get to that point? Yeah. Because I know that, like, for me, being on the praise team, and we're gonna wrap this up, but being on the praise team from the time I was in my mother's 
belly mm-hmm. that was spoken over my life, that I would be a singer, right? I'm doing it now, but it's like the capacity that I'm doing it in and other prophecies that, prophecies that have been spoken, it's like, okay, when am I going to get to that level? Mm-hmm. And am I doing something now to hinder right? me moving on yeah. from that it's level? Like, Lord, <laughs> keep me on the path. <laughs> Please, keep me on the path because <laughs> I remember there was one point oh, that I lost. Little to no detours. Right? <laughs> I remember there was one point where I lost my voice and I thought I was being punished about for something that I did. I remember that. Oh my gosh. When I tell you it was the, I'm like, God, please, I promise. I will never do it. And, I, and the crazy part Apology is, tour. What? I'm telling you. And it's like, God, please bring my voice back. And I, I like, I wasn't, I wasn't, a, I wasn't singing for about a month. Like I would try and literally nothing would come out. And I'm like, Lord, please, I promise I will never do anything like this again. <laughs> and you go on that thing, but it's like, it, that was also a glimpse of like if I if I don't and it could have been it could have been nothing but a punishment or like a cold or you know whatever the case is but it was like natural causes na- natural you know <laughs> natural things and uh, I'm just like like that glimpse of like not being able to yeah. do what God has called me to do it's was like, so scary yeah. that I had to repent I didn't even know what I was repenting <laughs> for but I, I had to oh repent because it's like I don't want what God have for me to be snatched. snatched. Like, away, yeah. yeah, that is not that. That's also a place that I don't want to be. So like yeah. this walk is a beautiful thing. It's a scary thing, but it's more beautiful than scary. If you weigh the, if you weigh. Yeah, it can be a little bit yeah. of both at the same time. No, it's both <laughs> at the same time. Both <laughs> things can be true at the same time. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we also get that talk of like, you know, when you come to God, come to Jamaica. and Everything, <laughs> right. you know, everything will be all right. <laughs> Let me tell you guys. Okay, it rains on the just and then the unjust. Okay, I'm telling you. So like, just because you came to Christ does not mean you're gonna go through. It just okay. makes. I feel like it just makes it a little bit easier knowing, like you know, God got me. Yeah, and like, I'm gonna be your all faith. Right. Your faith definitely increases. Yeah. All of those things increase, but this this walk is <laughs> with anything. You, you're walking. You're you can either choose to you can either choose to live a life without God and go through trials. You can choose to live a life with God and go through trials. Like there's it, but to live a life with God and go through trials it's is better. better. Yeah. <laughs> it's better. It is. Um, so more better. More it's more better. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that so that is shout out to South Texas. <laughs> what? It's a South Texas thing. More better. More better. More better. Anyways, oh, I was thinking Asian. No. <laughs> you like you like oh well you know when you go to the shop like oh it's more better gel is no. more better. No? Okay. Well, I got I got it from South Texas. I okay, well, big up to South Texas and the uh. Asians. <laughs> I mean, whichever. Um, but yeah, that that is <laughs> that concludes this episode. Do you have any A encouragement? She and dream. <laughs> oh my gosh. But do you have any last words or any last encouragements? We'll we'll let you close out. Um stay in Christ. <laughs> no, but really stay in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um that's that's all I got. Stay in Christ. Mm-hmm. Develop that personal relationship. Do not rely on church mm-hmm. all the time. Like sometimes that'll be you know your bread and butter. But once you come to a different level, it's like okay, that relationship is very important. Water that relationship. Just as if you you know want to spend time with your boyfriend or girlfriend, or you want to spend time with your family. It's like spend time with God. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Okay. Good, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, guys, on your podcast. You guys really should change it to Bree Drian. But okay, girl, <laughs> we'll have you back if the topics if the yes. if the topic suits you. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll have you back. 
But it does have a <laughs> Don't nice let room. them fool you. This was a last minute scheduling, guys, okay? But I'll be back. You don't have to don't miss me too. Okay, like you that. don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. But we're you glad that you were able to 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 call the to to answer the call. Yes. And you did a wonderful job. Thank you guys. It was a long drive from Dallas, Texas, but we here. Yeah, we here. <laughs> Anyhow, mm-hmm. thank you for listening to Living on Purpose with Bree and she and Dree. <laughs> <laughs> We will be posting every first Monday of the month. Yes. We hope you heard something that you like, love, and can share. Don't forget to like us on Instagram at Living on Purpose 22 and join us for a Sunday service in person or online at Life and Light Apostolic Assembly 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Time. Mm-hmm. Be sure to tune in to our next podcast on April 6th. Mm-hmm. Continue to live on purpose. April 3rd. April 6th. I said April 6th. Sorry, guys. April 3rd. Mm -hmm. Continue to leave on purpose. In purpose. Bye. Bye.